Welcome back to Season Sessions and we're here with a very special episode for Black Mirror. As you might have known that Black Mirror has come out and we're here with Papa Seydou and Angela, oh sorry, Angela Vazan. And we are gonna talk about, yeah, the new season of Black Mirror and yeah. the episode that you guys are on. Cool. My favorite episode. <laughs> Really? Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. I was like, I was like, I don't have much time to, to watch it in preparation, but I watched a couple and I was like, but this episode, crazy. Amazing. That's Thank loud. you so Thank much. You. But before we, how are you guys? How are you guys doing? We're, We're good. good. Excited. Yeah. Yeah. What are you yeah. most excited about? Just that it's finally out. Like we filmed this a year ago. So it's been a long wait, you know, uh, and it felt very special making it, but you never know how it all comes together. <laughs> but, um, we were texting each other like, when do you think it's gonna come out? Like, I can't wait to see it. And I just feel very proud of it. Uh, so I'm happy that it's out in the world and for people to make up, make of it whatever they want to make of it. Have you started getting any feedback from people yet? Because obviously it's the last episode and it's just come out. Well, we, we've uh, been here all day. So oh. um, we don't know what the Imagine. outside world yeah. thinks. It's gonna be like one of the things you step outside and the world has changed suddenly. <laughs> it's actually the apocalypse. The sky is green. <laughs> The only thing that's worse than that is if you step outside and nothing's happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you open your phone yeah. and yeah. you're like, is it, is it like signal no or like, is like, oh, it on like right. airplane mode? Or, yeah. um, so you're both obviously the leads in the Demon 79 episode and the episode is obviously fantastic. But what I love the most about this episode is that it goes backwards. Mm. Black Mirror is always like futuristic and what could happen if we did this and what could happen if we did that. But kind of taking a step back into time when you first got the script, were you like, oh, this is this is quite different? Were you, what was what was going through your head when you first got the script? It felt like, um, it, it, like without even getting into comparing it to other Black Mirrors, it just felt like a very um, fresh, unique idea, yeah. you know? It felt very, very original, the idea, you know? And, and they, they weren't kind of like really talking about it like a Black Mirror episode, you know? No one was ever like saying like, in Black Mirror, these are the tropes that we explore, this is how we do things on Black Mirror or whatever. It was very much its own thing, mm. you know? And it's even like now got, um, you can see in that picture over there, like all the other episodes yeah. are in black and our one's in red. So they're calling it a Red, red Mirror, Mirror film, yeah. which yeah. just kind of like, it feels like Black Mirror adjacent, mm -hmm. you know? So it still kind of exists in the same world, or at least from the it comes from the same mind slash minds, because this one's co-written by Bishop Kayali. But um, yeah, it feels like it's doing its own thing, and yeah, definitely thinking about it, removing like the smartphones or removing like the ratings or removing the robot dogs or whatever it is. <laughs> it kind of like gives you a fresh a fresh playground to play within to play. Definitely. Do you think this is going to be the beginning of because initially when the tra the posters came out i thought the red mirror was like oh are we is it going to be a step into another direction of a new of a not a new franchise yeah no but it, like yeah like a new yeah. like the opposite version like it's mm. giving like this is the end of black yeah. mirror and then when the next one's come out it's going to be all about red mirror mm. like a new era i think charlie's um spoken publicly about sort of wanting to push the boundaries this season of what you think a black mirror episode is mm -hmm. so i think i mean i don't know what he's got you know cooking away in that brilliant brain of his but um i feel like maybe red mirror is an opportunity for him to explore um, a world that feels both uh, reminiscent of Black Mirror but parallel to it. Like it just, in terms of the genres, you can push it a little bit more and mm -hmm. make it more inventive because um, things in our world are changing so fast. Like, you know, um, 
everything's happening so quickly, I think Red Mirror is also maybe an opportunity to just sort of like push the boundaries of storytelling even more maybe. That would make sense. It seems like in the previous, it was almost too, I don't know what to say, too ridiculous to happen and then things yeah. were happening. Mm. It was almost a bit like, oh, this is getting a bit scary now. Yeah. So yeah. if we go backwards, then it's like, at least maybe we won't see this play out. That being said, <laughs> there were so many aspects of this that were like so relatable, yeah. not certain other aspects. <laughs> I was like, like looking at myself being like, ooh, what would I do in this situation? But was there anything in particular that jumped out in the script to both of you or either of you that made you really, really keen to be on this project? Literally from page one to whatever, when it said the end. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it was a page turner. Like I read it in one sitting. I was like constantly surprised by where the story was going. It didn't end the way I thought it was gonna end. I didn't know where it was going. I loved the dynamic between Nida and Gar. I just thought that is going to be so fun to explore with an actor and I was just so over the moon that Papa was going to be got because it just made sense like I felt like when we read it as a sort of chemistry test it just sort of jumped off the page and I felt like oh this could be really special um, so honestly the ingredients for it were all there um, there were so many reasons to say yes to it was there any like initial nervousness because the world has been itching and shouting at Charlie, like, when is the next Black Mirror episode? When is the next Black Mirror season? So then when you were first given the script, I think there's like so much secrecy around it. I call it it's like the British version of Marvel when you've got to like lock it in. Mm. Was there any nervousness to also like the pressure of, of firstly the season coming out, but then also like keeping that to yourself that you were part of this project? I think so. I mean, I, I don't know what you think. I, I mean, like, she's already been in Black Mirror, so like you, you kind of had a taste of it, but I, I don't think you can think about the like for me. I was I remember I actually remember I was doing I remember doing a play once and being like, can you please bring to my agent? Can you bring the people who make Black Mirror to see <laughs> to this play to this play? You know, so like I've been like gunning for it if I'm honest or at least manifesting it. Um, and then but like it's just like a very relaxed atmosphere as as you're work making it. There's no sense of like panic. There's no sense of like we need to reinvent the wheel. There's mm. just like a real confidence in 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 the makers, both like in terms of production, in terms of crew, in terms of cast, in terms of every everybody, you know? So like yeah. and there's there's you know, we made we shot this over a year ago now, you know, so like you, you kind of dissociate from yeah. in, in over time from how how it's going to be received and what it's going to mean and you know like the Reddit threads or whatever. <laughs> but I mean, it, it's really it really was a pleasure actually to to be I found that anyway yeah. to be involved in yeah, and it's um yeah it's a real like yeah um, feather in the cap. I wonder. I am interested to see once I'm sure by the end of the weekend everyone would have watched it. I know initially when it was announced. There's bit obviously there's more budget now. It's got bigger and bigger, so there's more like Hollywood and type stars in mm -hmm. it, and people are like, "What happened to the Black Mirror that was British?" But then with your episode, it was it felt like yeah, Doug, like the so first British. seasons, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a sense. But I wonder. I think mm. like honestly, I do believe that people are gonna will love your episode the most because it feels hmm. like closer to the original Black Mirror in a sense, which okay. is nothing, which is not a criticism. It's just that it's kind of what we have grown with, if mm. that makes sense. But could you see the difference, apart from obviously being back in the day in comparison to the mm. other 
to the other episodes, can you see the difference in the feel between your episode and the well, rest? We haven't seen the other ones. Yeah. Oh, have like, you they, 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 they don't keep, tell us they, any they wow. everything very <laughs> that self-contained. That's crazy. Yeah. Have you seen your one since? Like, obviously, it's yeah. a year yeah, ago. Have you gone back just recently? Yeah, we had a, a preview screening at BAFTA, and we got to see it on a big screen with an audience, and that was exciting because, like, you know, we were front row. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know what people are thinking behind us. They could just be like, you know, making a face. Or, but then I could hear people gasping. I could hear people laughing. And I was like, oh, wow, this feels real. I think this is working. Um, but we were the first to film of the season. Okay. So we, when, I, when we were filming it, I didn't know if we were just a one-off special. I didn't know if we were one of, like, a season. And then I realized there were other episodes filming in, you know, much more glamorous locations than we were. <laughs> I was like, who's been um, filming in Spain? And what, what, who's involved? Like, I was trying to, like, glean little secrets from Charlie and Bisha and the producers, but they kept their mouth shut. They didn't tell us anything. So... I'm gonna have to go home and binge the other episodes because yeah. I'm you know, surprised I have no idea. They don't trust us. They're serious crazy. about the secrecy. They're, you know? they don't they're very, very serious about it. It's in a way that's very boring for us. <laughs> How did you manage to not tell anybody about like anything about it after Honestly. when it got announced and people knew that you were in it? Like your character yeah. out of context makes no sense. Yeah. If you said to people like I, Even in context, yeah, doesn't yeah, make yeah. sense. Exactly. You know? I would but. just tell. I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to say this now. I mean, it's out now, so they can't fire me. But I did tell people that I was in that like, I'm not good at secret keeper. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't like go around. I wasn't like running around saying I'm in Black Mirror, even though I wanted to say that. Um, but if someone, I would be like, oh, Are you working on something? I'm like, Yeah. What are you working on? Black Mirror. <laughs> Don't tell anyone, please. Um, but I wouldn't share the story or yeah. anything about it. So that I was very good good with I, I can admit <laughs> did you tell anyone were you very good keeping a secret I mean I I just remember there was a bit like we I remember I was doing like press for another thing and someone asked me about it and I was just like oh. <laughs> 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 I was like I can't say no I can't say yes which was like the most bait reaction so like you know it is what it is you know but like it's out now so I, I am really really excited to watch the others actually I'm really curious because like loads of my mm favourite actors actually are in that and also seeing them in like roles that seem like that big departures from you know Aaron Paul or like yeah. Salma Hayek yeah. Michael Sarah, like Michael everyone Sarah, yeah. yeah um yeah I'm really excited yeah it's a really stacked it's truly stacked yeah. cast um but bringing it back to your episode so obviously it's in like 1979 Britain so race is a big mm -hmm. player um how was it kind of reliving some of those microaggressions that we all know a bit too well like people call it like your kind or your food mm. smells or all kind of, what was it like getting back into that oh kind of awful mindset? I don't know I mean some microaggressions also just aggression but yeah, aggression. <laughs> also like we all have stories like that right I mean we all have memories even like little things that happen in like playground racism you know at a young age those things kind of imprint somewhere in the back of your mind and you try and not make that a defining experience mm -hmm. um you try to sort of surpass those experiences but um with nida i think she's very isolated she doesn't have a support system she's on her own her mom has passed away there's a big question mark over her like how is she coping there's a kind of loneliness already within nida and um she's this brown girl and this very closed off very white very sort of hostile environment um because the social and political landscape of this town is starting to get very kind of aggressive. Um, and I think her coping mechanism is to kind of make herself very small, 
and soften the hard edges of herself and just like disappear into the background, which is kind of really horrible to see someone diminish themselves that way. Um, but yeah, it was not pleasant to kind of, you know, relive those moments. Um, but, you know, all the actors who played them in real life are so lovely. <laughs> um, and as sort of uh, upsetting as this episode is and as a, like um, tense and um, emotional as it is, there's also moments of humour in very unexpected places. And I think that's what um, helps to soften the edge of how horrible it is, is that there's also moments where you kind of laugh at how pathetic Vicky and, you know, um, all the other characters in that world are because you can laugh at them but you can also sort of see how horrible they are. And I think the humor helps both Nida cope with it, but also the audience cope with that kind of aggression on camera. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, because I feel like you said they were microaggressions, mm. but I feel like they shocked me just how mm. confident the racism was. With like people making comments that like, did you we normally? Used to in school. Yeah, but it'd be like, the, that's the quiet part. Um, and that, that you were saying the quiet part loud, like yeah. people would hint at your food being yeah. like different or something. But I kind of found certain aspects like cathartic mm. because obviously the first flash when the first like violent <laughs> flash happens is really shocking. But it's like it shows just how aggressive the microaggressions can be. Yeah. Oh yeah. And was there anything that that you felt like did you learn anything different about yourself when you were doing it? Or... Um. What in sort of reenacting? The... Yeah. Just um... the, like how was the process of getting into that character? Oh gosh. Um. I mean, she goes through quite a bit of a journey. I think I just felt so much love and empathy for Nida. And I think she's, I just fell in love with her because she's just trying to survive. Like she's, all she's trying to do is just get by. Um, and I was just so happy that she found a bit of optimism at the end. And I think that's just a kind of um, a magical bit of writing from Charlie and Bisher that um, within a world that's sort of burning and the apocalypse happening, she found a person. Um, and a friend, and it was a it, that that was what I was sort of holding on to with Nida. Like I was trying to hold on to the wit and the hope, and not try and dwell too much into the pain and the trauma. Damn it, yeah, yeah. I was the pain and the trauma. The thing is, like like you said, that with the microaggressions and the racism and everything that you're being slapped with, and then the the really aggressive Tory campaign that was happening. Mm. Sometimes when I watch things that are set back in the past yeah. and it makes me reflect on today but mm. then I then reflect on how much hasn't changed today exactly. so when you were in that environment it's like it's not even like you had to try too hard to relate no. what was happening yeah. Yeah. it's almost like okay well if I walked outside right now I would probably you might get something quite similar like were yeah. you playing with those parallels at all um, what I mean is that it's not hard to tap into moments that, you know, those things that might have happened to you. Might not specifically the way it happened to Nida. Sure. There are always sort of, um, you always have, I think we've all, as people of colour, experienced those kind of moments. Um, so, yeah, they definitely fed into, like, how I sort of tapped into her emotional um, being in an emotional state. Yeah. yeah. And Papa, you had, you were playing, obviously, the demon and the dancer in Bonnie M. Um, which I love because I love Bonnie M like crazy. Um, my granddad used to play it all the time. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, and my mum used to say that I would go to bed like whispering daddy cool. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it just really took me back. But, whispering? <laughs> like I would just be going to, 
as in, in like just like yeah in the bed just like humming daddy cool to myself because that that was my oh, jam wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. um but i went to ask like you were in that disco outfit for yeah. the whole time yeah. how was it wearing those platforms for mm. <laughs> okay so i'm gonna be real yeah um the platforms they were what six inches yeah. do you reckon yeah it was um i remember they presented a, ver- uh, a variety of different shoes to me in the fitting. I said, those ones, them what, the what? The silver ones, them ones there, those are for me, yeah? Maybe like three minutes into the first scene, I was like, this is love, this is love, this is love. I can't stand, I can't move, I can't fit into the same shot in the hands anymore. We're gonna have to do something about this. But like, no, I mean, it's part of the look, you know, yeah. like when, as I'm sure like you guys know, like when you wear like certain shoes, it makes you stand differently. Yeah. It makes you like take space differently. Mm. And I think we've got, what did I say his name? Like, anyway. I think we've got, <laughs> every time I say Garp, it makes me think I'm saying Gap, but like a- um, <laughs> Like a Yeah, like, like a, a Garp. Grand shout out. Garp. <laughs> but the thing with Garp is that, um, he needs to be taking space and he needs to that like, punch you know like when you see him when you feel him you need to know he's there you know so like you get that in the shoes you get that in the uh jacket you get that in the hair you get that in the nails you mm. get that in the sunglasses and you get that in his vibe you know it has to be infectious and it has to be you know it, it, galvanizing yeah. you know so um yeah we were shooting and we also shooting in weather not dissimilar from from this, especially in, in um, our summer. first couple of yeah. weeks. Oh, so that, like last summer. Yes, last summer, oh, yeah. it was hot, yeah. It was hot. <laughs> yeah. It was hot. I mean, your Real coat, hot. your, like, amazing white fur coat, that had its own team, like, someone mm-hmm. was coming and combing that coat between shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It needed shots. maintenance, you, you know. You were getting the Prince treatment. <laughs> yes. I, was really, I was in my bag that season. <laughs> did, um, did Fisher or Charlie give you any insight into why it was Bonnie M that was chosen? Because it feels random but also like very very purposeful like it's so perfect <laughs> yeah. at the same time it wasn't always that oh really yeah so initially it was gonna like the demon initially you know there's that scene you've seen it right yeah mm. you know there's that scene early on when nisha nida is coming home nisha <laughs> um, sorry, the, the woman who was in charge of, the, of oh. doing the coat was called Nisha. Shout out to Nisha. Shout out to Nisha, <laughs> Nisha Williams, I love you. Um, sh- as she's coming home um, and she walks past these two like smoking skinheads who have got the kind of like, not barber They're jacket, like but the hat, yeah. jacket, yeah. whatever. That's what Garp was meant to be like. It was meant yeah. to be like a manifestation of danger and jeopardy and nightmare, mm. you know? But then we were like, there, there's something, like considering we want these two characters to actually like come together, yeah, we want yeah. them to fall in love in a way, um, at least to be able to, you know, like- Just find be, each other. Yeah, yeah. Go, have the same common, denomi- uh, common ambition. We're like, no, we need to find a character that uh, excites her or like intrigues her or, you know, like makes her feel something. Yeah, it taps into something yeah. more optimistic. You know, there's so much in her life that's already tapping into that fear and anxiety. Yeah. That moment when um, the footage of you, just brilliant, of you dancing as Boney M, and then there's a moment <laughs> where you wink into the camera. That is like, it literally imprints into her brain. brain. I think that's the moment that just kind of like unlocks something. Um, the brilliance of it being Boney M and it being something that feels almost like 1979 is where we're at and we're heading into the 80s and that felt like the future when you watched yeah. that on you know it's like something that was new and like 
And you're seeing a new yeah, type of man as well. There's a real like kind of like hyper femme, hyper masculine, like you know that kind of like glam rock, that kind of like Bowie mm. in his Ziggy Stardust phase, like a type of man who doesn't fit into the conventional boxes that we that people have been used to in the kind of 60s yeah. and 70s, you know. So there's something futuristic about like I want to be, I want to know more about it. Um, that's what the, that's what we were trying to yeah. uh, inspire within within Nida by put put in a character that's inspired or like an homage to those sort of men um, in front of her. I feel like now mm. I'm just like thinking about if it was a skinhead. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm really glad it wasn't. Because yeah, yeah. that was like, the, the lightness of it. Oh. Yeah. Of like, you know when you have those dreams and it's like, yeah. in your dream, like Will Smith is your best mate. And it doesn't make sense <laughs> yeah. in the dream. It makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know for some and, reason. I think it's interesting you say dream because I think this whole thing is feels like a fever dream. Yeah. Really, yeah. So, yeah. so And it's like, there are so many dark moments, but then mm. it's like, he's there. Exactly, and you're having a bit yeah. of money and playing in the background. Yeah. So mm. what would have been with this kind of like some rock music? It would have, it would have been <laughs> yeah, a bit no. too intense yes. for me, for yeah. sure. Um, but as it's set, like just it's set before, like way before both of you were born. Are there anything that you were watching for inspiration and pulling from, or anything like that, or just going straight into it? Just Bonnie M videos. You had to recreate that dance, and they yeah. just let you. Like they were like, it's up to you, figure it out. Yeah. So you were having to watch that. There's you were dancers. You were. Yeah. You There's were a lot of material out there, man. <laughs> They've got back catalogue. And I know. kept saying to you, I want to see that like squat and jump. I yeah. don't, don't try I feel and like get away from. Put more of that in the final I edit, wanted more you know? squat and jumps. I, I wanted they, more. I think dancing. they were a bit light on that. The only thing I would say was that I wanted the end credits to just be the rest of the footage of Papa's Aww. music video because I <laughs> loved so much the rushes from that. that would have been very funny. It was one of my favorite. You should request okay. those. Yeah, I'm oh, okay actually. <laughs> You're working on those squats. <laughs> I've been, like I want to show people. <laughs> in platforms, let's yeah. not forget. In like platforms. those platforms. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there was a little yeah. mishap mis <laughs> that happened as well in your dedication to the dancing. Okay, so like the the as you saw in the in the show the the outfit is less like loose and more figure hugging you know <laughs> and there's something to when you're squatting when you're mm -hmm. jumping you're putting it under like severe duress <laughs> you know? repeated takes it, it, yeah repeated takes and there was one take where the trousers said you know what we're not having it anymore. and that's, 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 yeah. what, we yeah. that's, that's yeah. what we need to see that's what we need to maybe somewhere in a blooper reel somewhere <laughs> said, i hope I said, it comes cut. <laughs> i hope it comes out in the future somewhere <laughs> so we see like a lot of intrusive thoughts obviously throughout throughout the episode and we all get intrusive thoughts so i wanted to ask have you ever had, maybe not as like, not as like a, an aggressive one where you wanted yeah. to kill somebody, but have you ever had an intrusive thought that you just acted on and you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that, which I get. I I push a lot of things. I used to always, when I was a kid, be in the supermarket and just really want to do the shelf sweep. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever? Yeah. It, it was it was fun for a second and then I had the and consequences. You, I guess the so. thing is, like, it always probably looks better in your brain, like no. in your imagination, than in real life. It was great. It was, <laughs> it was, it was okay. like hands or something. So it all fell off, and then I got in. I was a kid, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, but you I got have, in trouble. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> I probably maybe have done something like that, but thinking no one's looking at me. <laughs> That's <laughs> just like dancing or singing out, like walking down the street and then realizing, oh, Oh crap! That guy was like completely staring at me. I didn't expect him to turn around the corner. I'm sure that I've done something like that. I'm sure I have. I like, especially when you were a kid, you do some freaky yeah. stuff, man. I remember I used to. <laughs> 
No. Good. I, uh, <laughs> some of them got it messed up. But like, I used to like knock people's flowers off of their. Oh, their, their I, thing, I get that. Urge. Walking down, yeah. walking down the street. <laughs> I used to like go. <laughs> like that. Like or with like no a regret. bat or You're something like that. You're a plant killer. <laughs> yeah, we're all tall. You would just have yeah. no regret. It's gonna be something that's like. It has a big smash at the end. Yeah. It's like, yeah, because you need the crash. It's I did like, that with, um in school, I knocked one of the big old pictures down. But oh. then I, I managed to make a really impressive lie that I accidentally fell, the wall vibrated and the picture fell down. But I just like walked past it and I just like, I, <laughs> I think I thought within five seconds that I'd flipped <laughs> the wall. And it was just like, oh, that was really great. I'm you tired fell of this. And re- vibrated the whole wall. <laughs> and that's, they believed it. I was wow. like, oh, I fell. And it was like, ugh. And then it just fell. It must have been loose. But I was tired of that old principal just <laughs> looking at me Damn. every day. And yeah, so. You that's, know, an act, that's a real act of resistance moments. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you just need yeah. those moments. <laughs> um, but I think you were talking about before about how isolating the world was. Mm. And I know, like, initially there was a point where you thought, oh, she's made everything up. And mm. then the world was ending. But then I still feel that the world wasn't really ending too mm-hmm. much. It's more like if you are isolated for so long, your mental health can completely be, like, r- ruined. You're just by yourself surviving every single day. Mm. And your brain is like, you never have time to relax. So I just wanted to see if there was another message or was that the message of the episode about how isolation can affect a person? I I don't think there is any one message from the episode, which is why I think the episode is so brilliant. I don't think it tries to hone in on any meaning and actually having spoken to various journalists who've come in, they've all taken something slightly different from what that ending might mean. Um, For for Nida, in order to play her and play that journey, for me it had to be real. Like there's no other way I can do it. There's no other way she can kind of convince herself she has to kill someone in order to save the world. Like it had to be absolutely real for her. So that's like my personal kind of journey into that, but what people take from it. And I think there are infinite sort of um, possibilities to how how someone can inter- interpret the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of think like all the best black mirrors leave you thinking, oh, I don't know which side, is it, which yeah. side of the line, mm. but I think, you know, like yeah. the one with, where they can like play back like things that have happened yeah, that you know was, yeah. that one was like a lot it's like should we should we should we it's like should we be able to look at in our partner's phones or like go on their yeah. instagram yeah. dms or whatever or is that privacy actually like um you know sacramental and should that be like prioritize that the, the, they, we are, we're asking questions here which we can't actually give the answers to you know? that we, we kind of agree with both yeah i get yeah. excited for the theories yeah i yeah. love the theories yeah. wait until you get onto reddit get oh, me on. have a great actually, time no let me not go no. on get, get get stress me out I think no, stress yeah. me do you have any guesses for any theories that there might be there yeah what's like your own theory? you have your own theory other than like what you guys have spoken <laughs> yeah. about with charlie and bisha very like wild things. There's gonna be some things that we would just like. Someone Never said to guessed. me earlier on that like they, she, they thought it was like a comment on MT uh, on reliance on television consumption in isolation. That's so interesting. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's it's like I mean. she's by herself yeah. all the time and she watches this television and that's the thing that kind of like um, unlocks that imagination. Unlocks, yeah. like, you know? And I was like. Okay. Wow, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> like, you know, I can't say it's not that. It's, you know? Yeah, it's interesting to sort of think about yeah. that. Yeah. 
I, I understand. I, I get that theory. She's I guess. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> like, no, that's not the right. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I don't agree with that. But, like, that's, but that's okay. Yeah. That's yeah, the joy that's of it. Exactly. I wonder, like, people will probably like also question like where you guys ended up after. Mm. I, like, a lot of people yeah. have asked us that, like, what is the eternal oblivion? I think maybe that's the spinoff. You know, that needs to be. Yeah. yeah. It just needs to be the sequel. Floating in a white room. And then like Rasputin just on like repeat yeah. on loop and it yeah. never ends. It's um, just that song on loop. Oh one God. line of dialogue. Yeah, yeah. I agree that for sure. <laughs> so yeah, thank you so much for chatting with us and okay. thank you so much for the episode. I'm definitely gonna watch it again. I'm gonna and also tell everyone to watch it and also read all the Reddit threads and you guys should do <laughs> You can well. report back to us what I it will, says. Maybe I'll censor them, like you know, like just avoid this. Yeah, and, just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Send yeah, me yeah, the nice that. ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah just that, a bit that, that, a little, that, you that, that. want a little bit of tapped in them. We want the spiral we want the spiral in there. But yeah, thanks so much for chatting with us. Thank you for having me on your show. Thank you so much. Thank you.